listening to the Hummus God Pod. Welcome to, and this is the first time ever this has occurred, but it's episode 24.75, which means that there have been two episodes between 24 and 25. Uh, one day we'll record an actual trivia pod, but been enjoying uh, doing these episodes with Bunky Bianca, uh, who I have with, here with, with me tonight, struggling. Uh, good evening, Bianca. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing great. I'm trying to coach ourselves to be close to the mic last time. Bianca was a bit far. We can actually see on Audacity the uh, strength of our voices decibel-wise. So we're going to try to keep it even this time. Right. The first thing I wanted to address, and you, I, don't, I actually didn't ask if you thought it was a good idea. Great. <laughs> uh, do you think we should go through last episode's comments first? Yes. Cool. Yes, there was we- only one. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no. I mean, it's great to get any comments. Thank you, Musha for commenting uh, GM of the Vandals. Uh, he said, you forgot to mention to be a Hall of Famer, she should want to be drafted to New Orleans. Oh. Are you aware of this meme? I No, I was not aware of that at all. I didn't tell you the story. I told you a bunch. So I'll go through this one. And by the way, if you're new to the league, this is a great story, I guess, to, to learn. But And I'll link the thread to the podcast post. So I'll, I'll post, I'll find the link, I'll post it. Uh, but basically, actually, I'll, I'll get there now. But basically, what happened was I was doing the awards with Leatherneck Mike. I was the co-host for the award stream. I love doing the award stream. It's been a while. Uh, they probably don't want me back on after this incident. Mm. Uh, but actually, no, I did the one the following season. I was fine. But mm. what happened was I was... We were talking about all the awards that New Orleans Rougarou have just won for the Champions Conference. And we were just recapping what we had just witnessed from the Champions Conference and the Majors. And uh, what happened was, you know, I was pretty fired up for the New Orleans, you know, happy for them. They had a lot of award winners. um, And I made a comment that I won't repeat tonight, but I'll link the thread. You can see the comment. It has to do with something Musha mentioned about the Rougarou and the Hall of Fame. Uh, That's borderline tampering that's why i got warned uh now the rule states you have to target a a user and i didn't target one individual user it was more of a general comment Mm -hmm. so i got away with it but obviously i have to be way more careful especially being in my position so i think that's one of the very few things against my record uh which i guess i'll live with but it's funny i knew right when i said it i'm like People are going to report me. And, of course, I had multiple reports very quickly. Uh, Wow. And I get it because if you're not on the Rougarou, it seems like I'm trying to sway people. I see. uh, Yeah. That was that. So appreciate Musha for allowing me to teach Bianca that meme. Now I know. Yeah. What do you think? Did I mess up there? I mean, it sounds like it. (laughs) Why? Um, I don't think in your position that you should i don't know show favoritism i guess or not i don't know that that's favoritism but Mm -hmm. right yeah i agree with you inappropriate yeah i probably shouldn't do that (laughs) Um, i was just fired up like i said happy for new orleans they were a team that constantly gets kicked out of the playoffs early they had 
arguably one of the best teams ever, and they won their championship before their competitive window mm-hmm. uh, as an underdog. And then they became the top dog and never won a World Series as a top dog. Right. Uh, just that shows you how tough it is to win. So, you know, you kind of feel for them. They grind it out, and then they don't get to the end of the tunnel. So was thinking about that when I made the comment, you know, like fired up about the fact that they, you know, they were succeeding in the award side. I see. Well, that makes sense. This context makes more sense now. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> For the context. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Always. Um, and so, what do you think? We Should we go to the questions for tonight? Yeah. You uh, what, posted a thread and asked some people for suggestions of what questions we should answer. Yeah. That's so, probably good. Yeah. We have a... And people don't use this anymore. A podcast questions subforum where you can hmm. make new threads and ask for questions it's act- it was actually a genius idea whoever came up with it it was here before i got here uh so folks if you create a podcast and you're worried about content filling uh, we've been kind of filibustering we're we're solid what five minutes in at least we can I'm check audacity sure. let's see we are yeah just over five wow. minutes yeah look at that wow. i mean we still got 55 minutes to go we do uh, so Buckle up, people. <laughs> yeah, you're in for a hell of a ride. Don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. We're very... Oh, I'm determined. How determined are you that we're going to f- fill an hour? I got this. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> you got this? Cool, I'm gone. Someone, <laughs> someone has You got this, this on your own? Cool, I'm out of here now. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. First question is from Diesel. Mm. Do you know Diesel? I do not. Cool. Okay, great opportunity for me to introduce you. Diesel... Hello. <laughs> he is the GM of the Maui Makos, former GM of what is now the Florida Flamingos. When he was GM, they were the Kingston Mounties. Oh. And uh, won, I think, like three or four championships as their GM in the minors. Did a great job uh, you know, rallying the team down there. I've been struggling a bit with the Makos, but that's fine. His question is, do you like waffles? Uh, we'll start with you, ladies first. I do like waffles. Uh, not the kind that come from the freezer, though, to be honest. Why not? Uh, I was, like, raised on that. <laughs> uh, they're just not my favorite. Like a, uh-huh. like, a fresh Belgian waffle is, like, delicious. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we just had key lime pie, and now you're making oh, me hungry yeah. again. You know me. I can eat. Uh, yeah. So, Belgian waffle, fresh Belgian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to say the same. I have a friend I grew up very close with. He's Norwegian. And yeah, that's nowhere near Belgium. I know, but the, I mean, sort of near it, but not. I mean, really. much closer to the, them than us. Than yes. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Norwegians are much closer to Belgians than we are. Right. But his mom had this really dope Belgian waffle maker. Oh. Um, and it like changed my life. I'm like, oh my god, like I got, I can't eat Eggo anymore. <laughs> I can't put Eggos in the toaster anymore. I gotta go for this. Yeah. Uh, Waffle House is amazing. Like mm. it, it really is. Like their recipe's great. I'm not sure they have Waffle House all over the country, though. To be honest, no, not especially not over the world. People are going to be tuning in. Shout out to right. Jirosu, by the way, who we know listened to episode one because she reached out to both of us. Yes. Right. You talked to her. Yeah. Viele Grüße, mein Freund. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. That was sick. That was awesome. Uh, first time anyone spoke German on my podcast. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Do I like waffles? Of course, yes. Uh, easiest question I'll ever field ever in this position. Although I feel like the superior breakfast food are pancakes. Really? 
Over waffles? Yeah, yeah. I I do put pancakes higher, but you know, a great waffle is just so like it's just so perfect with the rigid, you know, the the uh, the holes in it. What do you call those? The, the help me, please. The, <laughs> you're watching me struggle as I'm sinking and, and uh, I'm not sure ruining the crevices. This. Yeah, there we go. Crevices, divots. That's, right. Yeah. Um, it's really cool when you get your teeth in between them. I don't know. It, it, it's got a cool texture when it's done right. Right, because Especially it's Belgian. like crunchy and also soft at the same time. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, thank you, Diesel, for that question. We'll jump to the next ones from AU Gold. Uh, what is your favorite fried rice location? He asked that specifically. Fried rice location. So like, where do I want to eat the fried rice or where do I want the fried rice from? <laughs> so he asked this question because him and I, mm-hmm. no, well, let me list he everyone. Yeah. Well, right. he and I, well, let me list everyone yeah. and then me last. Okay. AU gold person, man, Bex, uh, his girlfriend, uh, joined the PBE for a bit. Nessa, um, and myself, and my friend Zoe, mm-hmm. we all went to a restaurant called A Lot Fried Rice here in Central Florida. Ooh. And uh, it was a cool day, very cool day. I'm glad you asked the question. It le- allows me to reminisce. But yeah, you know, I was so, it was like nervous excitement to meet these people because you talk to them all the time. I know AU Gold and I talk a lot because we both are very involved in the sim team. Right. Same with Person Man. We're both very involved with everything in the league. We talk a lot. Mm-hmm. Bex former commissioner of the ISFL, um, stepped down kind of recently. Uh, we became really good friends because, you know, a lot of uh, just sharing of thoughts and uh, yeah, ideas. and uh, Uncommissioning. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you don't want to be alone, right? I mean... The, it's lonely at the top. <laughs> no, it, that's not true because head office is very stuffed right now. There's 10 of us. kidding. No, but... <laughs> Sounds so elitist. Um. It, yeah, it, it is great to have friends that you know care about you and your uh, time in these positions. They're voluntary, but you know we take it serious. You know that. Of course. Uh, try to make fun. You know, have fun with it. But so, whose idea was it to go to a lot fried rice? So they were staying at staying at an Airbnb near this plaza, mm-hmm. and I just kind of was in their Airbnb and looked at my phone like, "What's near us?" And you were like, "Let's and, go to this fried rice spot." Well. um AU Gold's girlfriend has like pretty serious like problems with like gluten. Oh, uh, yeah. So we had to make sure the place we picked uh, was glu- had gluten free options. Right. And this one like advertises as such. So um, good choice then. Yeah, great, amazing fried rice. Holy crap! It's basically chipotle but fried rice. You get hmm. whatever you want in it. Yeah, it's a lot of options. So really cool spot. Yes, my favorite place to get fried rice AU Gold is a lot fried rice. What about you? Uh, that's a great question pretty much any chinese restaurant i come across because i love chinese food so mm-hmm. growing up in new york you know chinese food is like a staple so mm-hmm. yeah awesome great question au gold uh, we'll move on to aj887 one of the three new head office members former gm of the vandals for Bunky Bianca, I like how he went Bianca first. Very uh, respectful of you uh, to do that, AJ. Uh, we love having Bianca as a guest. 
But the question is, how was your experience with the, your minor league team so far? Anything in particular from your minors team that is keeping you invested in the PBE, other than hummus, of course? Uh, well, my experience so far has been pretty great. Um, for those that don't know, I'm on the Hepcats. And, uh, her name is Irma Gerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like the experience has been great. Watching the um, Sims and stuff has been fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, keeping track of, you know, my players' progression and also the um, team's wins and stuff has been really great. And as far as what's keeping me invested in the PBE, um, Getting to know some of my teammates has been fun. Uh, the GMs are really great. Uh, I know that there's, I think, some changes coming over there for that. So uh, that's going to be interesting to see mm-hmm. what all goes down. But Yeah, I'm, I'm privy to that information, but it seems like it's already been spread. I mean, these kind of changes are not, like super secret confidential like right it's not like a draft pick that you need to hide and keep secret like this is a position okay. change they're right. they're normal uh but i guess they have they have they not announced it to the team has there been like a, a ping to the to the roster uh but yeah there's gonna be a change there um spoiler it's someone who used to be a gm at the hepcats is taking back over i don't know how much i'm supposed to spill on this uh about that so i don't know how much i want to say but uh yeah because maybe they want to announce or they're waiting for me to do my commission on my mind he's been approved right i mean we we voted to approve him i don't Uh, i know none of this right i know you don't yeah but his name it's leatherneck mike taking over for blow pop who's now the casino head so that's cool he from casino team member to casino head shout out to blow pop love having him in the leagues been a while since he's been on the stream from what i remember Hmm. One of my favorite. I mean, I brought him on Sahini Classic, just him and I one time. It was so fun. So classic. No pun. Right. Well, he has a little one at home now, right? And that's Dr. K. That's his uh, oh. c- cousin. What? I only blow pop has kids. Okay. Well, that was probably for the best then. Yeah. I mean, that's why they don't do their pod. They Because they have a family therapy pod. Oh, that's right. And they kind of slowed down on it because Dr. K um, got a newborn. Mm-hmm. But, great answer, uh, Bianca. For me, from AJ, when is Hummus Got a Pod episode 25? Uh, <laughs> so, I mentioned that in the beginning. I, I knew this question was coming because I saw it. Uh, so, if you, don't, if you aren't familiar and you're listening, Hummus Got Pod, in its origins, and it still is, uh, I started the podcast because I loved going into the index and looking at history. Like that became really fun for me. It probably helped that I got drafted by a team that had five championships, mm-hmm. and so there was a lot of history just within that team. So it got me super interested in wanting to dive into it. Uh, but I would bring on two people and make it a trivia competition. You know, the first half we're doing something like this where we're just taking questions, and then the second half is when we would do the trivia. And I would host, and how I would do it was, you know, I had to come up with a process, but questions all had three answer choices, like that game HQ. Did you ever play that? No. Uh, It's like a, it was a free app. You had to get all 12 right in a row. If you got any wrong, you're out. 
if you get all 12 right, you split like a million between everyone who got all 12. And uh, I know someone who got like 84 cents when they got all 12 right. Mm, um, wow. So that inspired me to want to do trivia. 84 cents. Yeah, not a huge payout. Um, but so I would do strictly PVE trivia and uh, bring on two guests. The winner would come on the next episode. The loser would have to wait at least one episode before coming back on later. Um, that sounds like fun. Yeah, I want to bring it back. It is really fun. Is it only PBE related trivia? Of course, it has to be. Oh. Uh, so what happened is that I always I, I forgot to update. Uh, I'm gonna go into the server, the list of champions. But the most recent champion is Phillies fan ninety six. Mm. Um, he is the coach. He is the GM of the Rougarou. Mm-hmm. Also, expansion head also has a newborn, but I don't know how much. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> everyone's having kids. Um, so, yeah, he's the most recent champion, so it's going to be him, and I think it's going to be either AJ or his brother, DG. DG's the GM of the Dillos. Oh, wow. And Phillies Fan 96 is a GM of the Ruguru, and they're brothers. Wow. Yeah, we're, we love the family-friendly aspect of the PBE. We Absolutely. Tr- we try to really own that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so great question, AJ. Would love to do it soon. Now that Bianca knows about it, she'll probably be on me like, hey, did you schedule it? Hey, did you schedule it? Right. Yeah. And um, so hopefully this week I'll be in Mexico and maybe I could br- bring uh, my headset and we could do it from Mexico. That'd actually be kind of cool. Uh, I will not be the guest for that, though. <laughs> right. You don't want to do trivia? Not if it's PBE related because I would get zero out of zero questions. <laughs> Wait, zero out of zero. Well, you get three answer choices, so you you have a one oh, out of three. Choice. Yeah, okay. you get one out of three, and so what happens is, um, I, I'm really quick with making you put a response, but mm. I make them type it. They don't say it. It's right. kind of weird because it's right. a podcast, but it's a lot of typing. Well, that's awkward. Well, I fill a buster. I, well, I fill the time with them putting the answer in by repeating the question, mm-hmm. and and saying you know I'm waiting for the answers, but they type it in and I read it out loud what they put after. I see. That way, so like someone isn't swayed by someone who said an answer, you know? Right, sort of like Jeopardy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Je- at least the final question. Right, but yeah, it's just, it literally, mm-hmm. it's literally final Jeopardy, mm-hmm. but constant. There's seven questions, and then a tiebreaker, and the tiebreaker is always a number. So right. whoever gets closest hmm. breaks the tie. Uh, but yeah, episode twenty-five should be coming hopefully soon. Um, is it we- feel weird being minors rivals with Bianca, or is it fun? I actually told Bianca when she joined and when she was going through the draft that I will commit to rooting for the team she gets drafted by because I'm no longer in the minors. I've been in the majors for a bit now. So, um, Well, originally when you were in the minors, you were with the Swifties, right? So now you're yes. still showing love for the Swifties, but also showing love for the Hepcats. Well, everybody. I mean, you're impartial, but... Right. Oh, don't give me that much credit. I mean, <laughs> you're on the Hepcats, therefore I am a huge Hepcat supporter. And it's the one thing about being in this position that's weird because I am a player in this league. You know, I have a girlfriend now in this league who I adore very much. It means she means the world to me. So I'm gonna support her team over everybody else's just because um, that's just how I am. <laughs> it's gonna be difficult to get me to not do that. Right. Um, you know. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah so go hepcats shout out to twitchy for uh taking a chance on my girl 
Thank you, Twitchy. I'm Bianca, <laughs> who's been an amazing user just from, you know, just me asking about her and the, her locker room involvement. We sat down to update tonight. She was on, in, on top of everything. You know, we verify with each other, you know, make sure we're on top of what, what to submit for the update, which has been really nice for me. I don't know about you, but it's been awesome for me. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the accountability to make sure that I don't put it off until the absolute last minute, even though this was pretty close. Yeah. It is pretty close, but this is, I guess, if you're going to go on my schedule, it's always going to be. <laughs> this is the habit. <laughs> yeah, the habit is Saturday, sometimes Sunday when I wake up and for, realize I forgot to update. So that's going to be fun. Right. But great questions, AJ. Appreciate you. Love you, man. Um, AJ also asked um, if we would want to be on separate teams or the same teams in the majors. That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking about this nonstop. Um you know, I'm very invested into my team. I always am. Um, I think that's why I've been getting, like, a reputation of, you know, my locker room presence, you know. Like, every team I've been on, I've been gung-ho about that team. Right. While I'm there, I don't check out. I check in mm -hmm. um, all the way. And, uh, yeah, obviously we're not good, So, but we don't have a first-round pick. So that makes things really difficult because knowing you – what from you told me, and you could speak on this after, but you know, you're going to go through the process and go through the scouting process from an honest perspective, right? You're not going to be like, Hey, I'm only going to one team. Like, how are you planning on approaching that? Right. I mean, I would be open to any team. I think either way could be fun. If we're on the same team and we're teammates, that would be fun. But also, um, you know, in a way being rivals would be fun too. So either way, yeah yeah i mentioned the other day like the idea of us pitching in the same game on stream like right. would be pretty epic yeah that would be fun yeah just like an absolute like duel like in-house duel uh, so there's just so much uncertainty approaching as we do these pods it's going to be interesting as the draft gets closer like how that's going to go right mm -hmm. um yeah obviously i will not be able to tell you a thing um but you'll be allowed to speculate. I will be allowed to just listen because I'm on the I'm in a war room and I'm commissioner, so I get access to the draft sheet. Right. I knew, and I had access to your draft sheet for the miners, but I chose not to look at it. Which that was good. really fun. Which is good. The anticipation was kind of awesome. I don't have that luxury in the majors since that actually isn't a jurisdiction I oversee. So if there's any issues with okay, like, well, you're not going to spill the beans. Of so. course not. Good. At, right. Yeah. Good. At, keeping things to myself but great questions aj like i said we almost skipped one thank you to my better half for <laughs> for reading yeah for catching that yeah all righty we'll move on to scud muffin 19 if you don't know it's garrett scudder from the vandals in the sim when did you pick up guitar and are there any other instruments in the household that y'all play i guess this question's for me it is uh, great question i picked it up in fourth grade i guess folks know about my guitar playing from the emmy tribute rest in peace uh to an amazing friend um yeah i've been playing for a long time <laughs> since fourth grade and your daughter just finished so i was nine right and i was yeah i was nine and then i turned 10 because she's turning 10 or she's young for her grade she's young for her grade okay 
Yeah, she'll be 17 when she graduates. So I was eight and then nine. Right. So when I first started playing, because I'm trying to think, was I eight when I took that class or nine? I think it was springtime, so I was nine. Either way, fourth grade. Um, and started with group lessons at this Catholic school I went to. And then the first, first, first of all, the first hour in that first lesson, I could not make the guitar make an, any noise. Because, well, unless I removed all my fingers, like anybody can, like this is strumming mm-hmm. the openness of it, the open chords. But uh, what I realized after that was that you're not supposed to put your finger on the fret. You're okay. supposed to put your finger not above it to the side to directly to the left so not on the fret which makes sense because the the whole reason the fret exists is to create that ridge for you to you know press down near to get the noise if you're Mm -hmm. touching on the ridge then you're blocking it so yeah left of the fret i didn't realize that till after that first hour once i figured out how to make noise it was it was over like i was like i'm addicted like um i i needed to go the furthest i could possibly go and you can see in that video i do present some finger picking skills like with the uh wish you were here cover Mm -hmm. um started with classical only uh for years classical songs like canon and d and uh all these different you know, Spanish-style classical nylon string, so soft-string guitar, um, song called Asturias. Uh, there's a bunch. And uh, so it was group lessons, but then we invited Mr. Wood to my house once a week on Saturdays. We made him breakfast. He would do me for half an hour and then my little brother for half an hour. Um, and my older brother, he would also do some. He knew he knew all instruments basically, right. and do, so he did some basic keyboard stuff for my older brother because he loved the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, so he would come over, and I would go to the weekly one-hour uh, group lessons. So I was getting a lot of reinforcement, and my mom forced me, literally forced me, to practice at least ten minutes a day, or else I couldn't do anything that I actually wanted to do, um, which was really cool. I'm what, sure you thank her now, right? Oh, for that. For sure. You know, there were days where I'm like, I really don't want to. I'm mm-hmm. frustrated with where I'm at in this piece. Mm-hmm. Like I'm hitting a wall at a certain point that's really tough and t- to read and play at the same time. So uh I yeah, of course I thank her because that developed a lot of work ethic that I still have. You right. see me work from home like yes. constantly grinding. Yeah. So uh, yeah, then eventually I stopped having a teacher like eighth grade. You know, I was kind of fed up with the classical. I wanted to branch out and experience like the tab life. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of cheating. Instead of sheet music, branched out into tabs, chords, and you know, wanted to branch out into like pop, country. Mm-hmm. And then I discovered John Mayer my senior year of high school. And I pretty much learned like a lot of his repertoire of songs. Right. And at that point, I almost gave up on guitar because I actually also play drums. And I saw myself as a drummer. I love rhythm. I feel like um, I always like to keep rhythm, like with everything I do. Mm-hmm. Was like the kid in class with the pencils making beats. Yeah, you still do that like on your <laughs> desk. Not pencils, but constantly bang, bang, bang. <laughs> like I yeah. <laughs> I'm always hearing music in my head. And so... I almost gave up on guitar altogether, and then uh, a sophomore 
in my instrument ensemble class. It was actually a really cool class. First period, uh, we literally anyone you play whatever instrument, and then we perform like as a band uh, in different functions around the school. Breakfast, different mm-hmm. showcases. Uh, I wanted to play drums, and the teacher actually forced me to be the guitarist because the other guitarists were less experienced, and he needed someone to be his anchor to help teach and to help guide. So I took, you know, I took one for the team and, you know, did an instrument I didn't really want to do. Was kind of frustrated, but then I got introduced to a song called uh, Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. And then, yeah, I pretty much put the drums to the side forever after that. And uh, only played guitar and wanted to learn and, and dive into Mayer's library. But Which is really interesting about John Mayer. Why? Why? No, I know why. But you tell the people why. Uh, okay. So, our... I guess it was our second date, right? Yeah. Yes. So, our second date, we went to a John Mayer concert. And afterwards... I was serenaded. <laughs> it was very cute. So, oh, uh, anyway, can we delete that? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, that was a great night. Um, one of the best nights of my life. So, great question, Scud. Instruments? You never played an instrument? Um, I took piano for a while when I was. Uh, growing up, they told my mom I don't have the finger dexterity for... Yikes. Yeah. So, That's rude. Right? Whatever. So, no. I am not musically inclined in that way. When I was a kid, I did, like, chorus or choir, whatever you want to call it. Oh, wow. I did, like, state choir. Oh, wow. But, yeah. That's it. Well, you never sang for me, so... I will not sing for you. <laughs> I'm very self-conscious. If you're listening, please politely nudge Bianca to Absolutely sing for me. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll move on. Um, we're discovering talents every day. But DG, D. Garrett 32 who we mentioned earlier. Look at this. Uh-huh. This guy's getting all the mentions, and we're like kind of arch enemies. Um, even though we're former teammates. No, I mean, not actually. Oh. He's honestly one of my closest friends in this league. Um hmm. We used to play a lot of Rocket League together. Um, he he uh, big leagued me. He started playing disc golf in real life and thought he was too cool to play Rocket League with me. So we uh, stopped playing Rocket League because oh. he became this like big time disc golfer. I'm really liking the picture and his signature. Yeah, it's it's dope. Um, I'm talking about the armadillo's flag. Yeah. Question. It says eyes. Um, yeah. Blink, blink. That's a, that's that's a reference <laughs> to my Hamas God Pod server. Um, it's become the eyes server. So instead of recording pods, people just put eyes emojis waiting for me to record. And and uh, <laughs> if you if I'll invite you to the server, but it's just a wall of eyes. And then folks have put like full body. So it starts with the eyes, and someone put the nose emoji, the mouth, um, and then yeah. So uh, that's kind of hilarious, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'll record one day, man. Uh, we're getting there. Uh, obviously, it got a lot of my plate. Um, 
you know, trying to be present here in this relationship and then, you know, trying to get my HO duties done, did some stuff tonight, assigning out new oversights for the new people on the team and uh, just trying to communicate with them. They probably have questions for me that I got to go check out after this about their oversights what I, that I assigned them. Uh, but yeah, thank you, DG, for your contributions. Mm-hmm. And Poe asks, why so stinky? I am huh. going to strongly assume I was not directed towards your very beautiful self and very good smelling self. I'm, I'm very confident. I'm very confident Poe is asking me this question because if he was asking you this question, we may have a problem. Okay. Well, I, I assure you, Poe, that he does not stink at all. <laughs> I, yeah, I did not pay her PB money to say that. What? Oh. <laughs> I did not slip a PBE million to you for saying that. That is correct. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to move on, Poe. Why so stinky? I apparently smell good, according to Bianca, mm-hmm. and I know Bianca smells the best out of anyone I've ever met. Oh, okay then. Yeah. Uh, Sen is asking, when will you acknowledge VCL and actually host Bummus Bod? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I love it, because if you look at voice text chat in main server, it's just everyone just hounding me to host vcl which i appreciate because it was just a a weird idea i had and we just hopped in voice chat Mm -hmm. and we just you know folks were just grabbing random players and then we were just you know speed running through their careers stopping to notice different trades and all the different wonky stuff about big contracts injuries Mm -hmm. all the cool stuff you witness in in a baseball player's career right and uh you know just seeing how the player someone grabbed ended up performing see if they made the hall of fame like we could speed run all that very cool and uh and it was an idea and we did it in voice chat and was talking with sim team head one of the heads enoch about it folks wanted to really take it to the people are asking me hey you should do it on twitch so we can get channel points for watching hmm. and do predictions and uh so i've been doing it on twitch we actually have an index you have a player in it right Irma Gerd. Irma so there's two Irma Gerds. There are. They're cloned. Yep. And they have the same name. So they that's do. not confusing at all. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> They're in two different leagues, so it's fine. But yeah, I will host when I get back from Mexico on the 16th. The next day is a Friday. Mm-hmm. I have that Monday off. Yes. The 20th. That's we both why. do. Yeah. So maybe we do a midday stream. Right. And if anybody out there has noticed, he's going to Mexico. I've said it like five times. I am not. <laughs> he will be somewhere sunny and tropical. Well, I guess I will too. Yeah, you, we live in Florida. <laughs> well, I'm going for work. It's literally I'm forced to go. If I don't go, I, like I make it fired. <laughs> Based on recent events that uh, we won't speak on. Um, but yeah, Lord, <laughs> save me, <laughs> um, Reno. <laughs> Wow, no passive aggression here at all. Sick invite. Oh. He says. Uh, Reno, do you know Reno? I do not. Co-GM of the Dillos with DG, Armadillos. He's right. also the graphics head. Ooh. So. F- might have to talk to him. About what? I don't know. <laughs> graphics. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he'd enjoy that because that's his job. Right. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he will. Fantastic. He, he's great. Someone you, you, I think you'd enjoy talking to. Okay. Um, would would really appreciate if you all became friends. Mm-hmm. But hmm. Yeah, currently on the Vandals, as you can see in the SIG, Sierra Bravo. 
um, as a female player, which is cool. One of the like, the handful of of males who have female players in the PBE. Yeah, that seems to be pretty common. They make backstories. I know that's cool. Symmetric. I appreciate it. Like it's nice seeing female players out there, whether you know, however people identify in real life. Right. Um, beyond. Uh, so great question, Reno. Oh, we didn't even get to it. You did not. <laughs> great question, Reno. Anyways, wait. We didn't even ask it. Alright, great question. Favorite song where a cover is better than the original? Uh, we were in our server earlier discussing this. Um, Recency Bias was talking about the song since uh, my friend Van. I hope you're listening, Van. Love you, dude. Um, he uh, has... He loves the song too. It's actually his nickname in the server, um, with a bunch of us in there. Uh, it's a song called "Time After Time." The covers by Quiet Drive. I love Cindy Lauper. She's got a few bangers. Um, I'm blanking. Wait, it's "Time After Time." Don't tell me. And uh, the big. It's like girls a, just want to have yeah. fun. We and we went through this, and you've corrected me. I remember when right. we talked about this, and you knew the answer. <laughs> uh, girls just want to have fun. Yeah, great. Two couple bangers there, and uh, I just really like this cover because the riff that they play in the beginning is super captivating. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guitar riff, and as obviously as a guitarist, that like brought me in. I'm like, okay, I'm here. What what else is there? And then. They start going through the lyrics and the melody, and they harmonize really well. The drumming is amazing. The like the the, the way he they built out the entire production is incredible right. for that cover. So um, that's a great one. Uh, what about you? The whole time you've been talking, I've been trying to think of a response to this question. I could think of another one. I think Bold is Love, John Mayer covering, uh, is it Jimi Hendrix? Who does the original? I gotta look mm. it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got it right. Yeah. His cover of Bold is Love, I think, is better than the original. But once again, you know, it's kind of a generational thing. You know, Cindy Lauper, Jimi Hendrix were not in my generation. Nor mine. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying why I think it's better than the original. <laughs> I see. Personally, like right. from a personal standpoint, why I think those two are better. Because. Oh, okay. What is I it? have an answer. So the Weezer cover of um, Africa. I love really? that song. Yeah. Hmm. No? Yeah, it's great. It is. It is great. I love anything Weezer. So. But W, yeah. Islands in the Sun. Uh, such a great song. So relaxing. Not my favorite, but yes, it's what? good. The whole Blue album, the first album is just amazing. So I'm an originalist, I guess. And not including the cover that we're talking about. Right. But yeah, that that album is This is not PBE related by the way. We might get in trouble. Oh, so we should spend the rest well, of the talking about the PBE. No, well, yeah, we'll, well we're we referencing PBE people. players questions. Yeah, there we go. It's PBE related because the people asking the questions from the PBE. Damn, we're really stretching it there. <laughs> well, another one um Audrey Desaad is her name she covered wish you were here mm-hmm. and now it's just it's tough to say it's better than the original but like it, it really affected me i don't know why um 
I, I like it when like a, a guy covers a song from a girl and a girl covers a song from a guy if that makes sense right so audrey female covering a song sing by a male wish you were here from pink floyd um i think she did an amazing job i talking with a few people that i've shared that with since i did my own cover they think that you know it's not as raw as the original mm-hmm. the original is very raw and just unfiltered and um, she kind of adds a few layers to it, but I mean, I think she did amazing with it. So hmm. there's okay, a bunch. Um, there was in my on repeat that I've been jamming to. Um, have you ever seen the movie The Wedding Singer? Of course, it's one of my favorite. Okay, you know how they have that wedding band that the- Adam Sandler's the lead lead of. Mm-hmm. No, it's like I think it's. David Arquette's sister's lead singer in it or something. Okay. Anyway. Oh, the okay, okay, okay. I don't know the name of that song, though. I haven't seen it in a while. Hmm. I would like to. It's a good one. Yeah? A girl named Yeba covered a song called Age of Worry by John Mayer. Uh, she got kind of discovered by Drake. She's Canadian, if I'm not mistaken. Um, gives us Adele vibes a little bit. She opened for Mayor recently. Yes. For our concert. That's right. She and, was amazing. Yeah, but this cover of The Age of Worry is incredible. It was live at Electric Lady, um, which is a studio. And yeah, she did an amazing job just captivating the kind of the crux of what the song is about. Um, really, really good cover. I'm trying to think. Um, there's a lot. Oh, Buble pretty much <laughs> any song he touches, I think he kind of like Well yeah, isn't most of his stuff cover? Right. He 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 outdoes the original a lot. I, I, I can understand if someone doesn't like him. I totally get it. But for whatever reason he connects his style connects with what I like a lot. Mm-hmm. The way he does renditions of songs, for whatever reason I like it. Uh also Life is a Highway, Rascal Flats, that's a cover. Yes. Well, how do you not know that? I mean, you're surprised by this? Yeah, a little bit because I didn't, I didn't really know the original that well. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not that. I grew up in a house where it's like classic rock was what was played. So I had more country than anything, and uh, '80s rock like The Doors, Journey. I don't think The Doors were really in the '80s. That's like '70s. The '70s, because Jim Morrison was like dead in no, the '70s. Anymore. So yeah, but like that era, like '70s, '80s rock. So like, I credit my dad with giving me Journey because I love Journey. But yeah, um, great question for Bianca. Why? Oh, this is from Unconfident. Unconfident. Uh, who? The PBA player. Yes, Javintini mm-hmm. Brizzo from the Stars. Very good is asking why are you dating hummus oh wow that's a loaded question sir (laughs) why am i dating him um because he's awesome um yeah i don't know that's an awkward question to answer (laughs) why is it awkward it's a it's a valid question why are you dating why am I dating you? Um, <laughs> no, he, he's, he's trying to get me to get roasted. No. No. You can roast me. There is no roasting here. Oh. But. Okay, awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Unconfident. Oh, Tesla. 
asked a bunch of questions. Holy crap. Thank you. From the media grading team. Uh, Cross Erickson is her new player's name uh, on the Rougarou. Drafted by the Rougarou, I'm pretty sure. Gosh, you have a really great memory. Uh, yeah. Well, we just listened on IO's pod. Shout out to IO, yes. by the way. I hope you're listening, bro. And, you know, before we get to her questions, I know I already reached out to you, but... You know, on that podcast, you addressed, you know, the Supernovas, obviously, and, uh, you know, me and Junie. Um, you know, I still say, every time someone asks, what's your favorite memory in the PBE, I'll always go back to when you and I were talking in voice chat. We took out the Rougarou, uh, and a bunch of us were in there talking, and we took out the Rougarou. We barely made the playoffs, and we, you and I were in voice chat when we made the playoffs. Like, we bar- we literally got in and the last game of the season. And then we took on, which was a literal mountain of a team, uh, arguably the best team of all time, the the Rougarou from season 26. Uh, They had a player break the uh, war record. War is wins above replacement. It's a a stat that mostly used for hitting. Pitching, it's kind of a weird stat. But for batting, for batters, it's a really good stat because it really takes everything you do into account and puts puts like a, a number to it. And uh, and sees how, and to show how good you are compared to others. And uh, Gustav Beauregard broke the record, and we took them out uh, in a best of five. And uh, you know, I, like I said, to this day, it's the best memory I've ever had because no one gave us even a sliver of a chance. Uh, I remember Junie busting tail behind the scenes to you know get ready for it, prep prep the strategies and prep the the lineup card and make sure everything was ready and and uh, researched mm-hmm. and there was a lot of work put into that so it was just a lot of people's hard work getting the roster constructed um getting the team rallied behind this idea of like let's go all in and like trade for people and um it was beautiful and so you know we understand and i understand personally you know why it didn't make sense why we didn't draft io um Obviously, I'm not a GM, so I can't draft people. Right. But, you know, what it came down to, and I already told Io this, but, you know, we needed a batter more than anything. Right. And Io created as a pitcher, and um, we didn't really have room for him. Uh, and we were lacking in batting. Our batting users are awesome. All of them are just as awesome as the next. But, you know, when it comes to involvement, consistency with earning, activity, mm-hmm presence in the locker room you know we were lacking there so we needed to hit a home run in the batting department and we did you know moosey is regarded as one of the like just nicest people in the league so uh you know he's in head office with me and it's really fun to be his teammate so um yeah i feel bad for io that you know we passed on him and you know, I know how badly he wanted to play for us. He put that in his mock well, he draft. He was on your short list too, right? Yeah, he put. He literally yeah. predicted that we were going to pick him right. in his mock draft. Right. So, hmm. you know, it hurts to to have this happen. Um, you know, he announced he left the server, and uh, you know, I'm wishing him the best in New Orleans. I know they're going to take good care of him, and uh, it's a great team. So, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. But um, hello and good time appropriate greeting i hope the podcast treats you both terrifically what a nice message from tesla yes uh, first question if i poked one of your pressure points and said that one makes you better at rock paper scissors how would you respond 
I'm kind of confused. Are you confused? Are you, do you understand the question? Nope. If I poked one of your pressure points to that one, that one makes you better at rock, paper, scissors, how would you respond? I would poke you back. <laughs> <laughs> You'd poke her back. Right. I'd poke someone. <laughs> Someone's getting poked. Um, yeah, well... How would you respond? Like, are we supposed to pick rock, rock paper, scissors? Let's just rock, paper, scissors right now. Okay. Ready? Let's do it. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Dang oh! it! Alright, she threw rock, I threw scissors. By the way, we have to announce it because people are listening. And if people are not familiar with this game, rock beats scissors, so... That's true. I have one. That's true. I'm... I'm sad. It's okay. <laughs> I know you like to win. <laughs> I know. Um, but you played well. like literally the most competitive person <laughs> I've ever met. We recently played a family game night and played Clue. Oh, no. You're really bringing up Clue right now. We played it twice. Yeah. Because the first time I won and, you know, he needed to get a W under his belt. And then the second round I won as well. So... <laughs> That I approach those two games of Clue like I approach basketball, like go and play pickup. Mm-hmm. If I lose, I'm like, let's run it back, run it back, no breaks, like, <laughs> yeah, no water, no time no. to go check your phone, like we're playing again. Uh, no. But if I win, I'm like, all right, we're taking a break. <laughs> yeah, no bio, nothing. <laughs> yeah, but if I win, I'm like, okay, we can relax. I can take a break, get some mm-hmm. water. But if mm-hmm. I lose, I'm like, no, 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 we're playing another one right now. Um, yeah, that's probably not a great. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you not only won, you kind of like made me feel small. I was like, I thought I had a good strategy going, everything felt good, and I'm like, holy crap. Yes, and then you like announced a hypothetical strategy that one could take after the first game. And I brought it into the second game. Right. And I still lost. Right. And I, I played that strategy. Remember? We both did. Well, no, I. You played in the first game. No, it was in the second, second one. Second game. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't look. I'm I'm too focused on trying to get my own strategy down. How the heck am I supposed to focus on mine? And I don't yours? know, but yeah. somehow I figured it out. So yeah, <laughs> like I said, my better half, um, especially in Clue. Um, and also that train game, I won that. Ticket I? to Ride. Yeah. That train game. The yes, disrespect. Excuse- I'm sorry. <laughs> My apologies. I hope Philly's fan is listening. I actually played on Xbox, and my Xbox connected to my Discord, and he messaged me. He's like, you're playing Ticket to Ride on Xbox? Yeah, it's a very uh, fun game. It is. But I you, won that one as well. Yeah. I put up a good fight, but yeah. You had that pipeline from, like, Vancouver to, like, New York, right? Uh, I believe it was Montreal, maybe. You were basically, like, the whole top line correct whatever that northern line. track is yeah that northern track track from like the west all the way to the east you like had that by yourself no one blocked you i should have blocked you but well that's again bad. yeah well i now i just announced my strategy next time we play great <laughs> question two your car runs out of gas and you find yourself on foot in the middle of nowhere mm. after wandering towards civilization for a while you find an abandoned building with press shift to run spray painted on it <laughs> How do you respond? Uh, probably trying to get in that building in some capacity because I'm trying to get someone to help me. Uh, I feel like if it's an abandoned building, the thought that there's going to be someone of quality in there that can actually help you with a broke down car is probably not likely. 
But I guess in this hypothetical, it doesn't tell me if I have access to my own cell phone. It does not. Also, press shift to run sounds really sketchy. So, what are we running? I don't know, but that's a very... It's. I'm a gamer. Now, I don't play mouse keyboard. I play controller. Correct. But that is a gaming control. Press shift to run. Mm-hmm. Um... So I'm, I guess I'm trying to go in. It sounds like an ga- old gaming building or something. I'm thinking that I should be running at that point. <laughs> running where, though? You didn't specify. Away from the Away. abandoned building. Okay. Towards civilization. But in the hypothetical, this we, is the only civilization you found. No. She's saying You're that wandering towards it, and then you find an abandoned... Oh, so you're going to keep going towards... The actual civilization, true. not the abandoned building. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Great question from Tesla, by the way. I'm really mm-hmm. thinking over here. That is very. I have a visual image in my mind. You're trying to get in the building, and I'm trying to run the heck away. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so there's a 2.1. I'll send help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a concerning situation, regardless of this press shift to run sign existing, right? I mean, this is correct. 2.1, there's, there's a follow-up. In the same scenario, how do you respond when you notice the Masigno-like creature now chasing you? Do you know what Masigno is? I do not. It's a Pokemon. Oh. Oh, heck no. Mm-mm. Masigno is like is a glitched Pokemon. It's when yeah. the game is glitched. Um, so it's like a pixely... Like... Yeah. Yeah. Shape. It's this pixely shape. That's concerning. I'm going to go with my original response of continue to run. Just keep moving. Yeah, I'm not sure that, like, um, some sort of monster chasing me sounds concerning. Yeah, if it's chasing me, I'm going to keep running as well. I mean, that's the only real option. Oh, so you gave up trying to enter the building? Well, if something's chasing me, I'm going to run. Ah. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Maybe run into the building and find somewhere to hide or something. Do you think that the building can stop the Pixley monster? Maybe. Seems unlikely. All right. That was really tough. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm stressing over this. Are you? A little bit. Just because I feel like our, my answers aren't very like strong. Well, one thing that I do know from survival training is that we're supposed to stay together. So, But the hypothetical, you're by yourself. It doesn't say that. It says your car runs out of gas and you find yourself on foot in the middle of nowhere. Nowhere does it say that you're by yourself. But you're injecting your own facts into it. So why can't... Okay, this that should have been more for, specific. This it question is for both of us, so maybe sure. like we're both in the car. True, that's actually a great point. It, right. it, it wasn't directed at either one of us individually. It was, Correct. It was just asked. Right. So if so I'm by myself, I'm going to run, and if it's you and I together, I'm still running. <laughs> <laughs> well, then if you're running, I'm running. Okay, good. <laughs> I Perfect. will follow wherever you go, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, to safety. <laughs> hopefully to safety, yeah. This hypothetical, I feel like, is not much safety anywhere. Hopefully, we're wearing sneakers. Yes. Hopefully, we're wearing my yeah my Adidas. I gotta upgrade running shoes or something. But yeah. Or your new shoes. 
the Nikes that I will never wear unless I'm in like the cleanest <laughs> environment. Why he bought white ones, I don't know. But anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if there were a next question, if there were a contest for ten thousand dollars, I gave you the option of making a half court basketball game. Ow! <laughs> You're like so excited. I'm like, yes, you, he can do that. I've that seen didn't it. hurt. I'm okay. Fifty-yard field goal at a football game oh, or hitting a hundred mile per hour fastball at a baseball game. Which of the three would you choose? So half court shot, fifty-yard field goal. Or hitting a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. 100-mile-an-hour fastball is eliminated, like, as fast yeah. as the 100 Forget miles an hour it. fastball. Yeah. Like, as fast as that ball can get there, that part of the question is gone. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God forbid you get hit by it. Right. I mean, we can. We actually talked about going to one of those batting cage places. We should yeah. do that. That'd be fun. I'm going to set the machine to 100-mile-an-hour. We can you. actually. It probably caps out at, like, 80, but we'll see. Like, I doubt they allow the machine to go to 100. Probably not. And it's probably That'd for good super reason. Damn, break yeah, the machine. I yeah. Know. Uh, 50 yard field goal. I went to the College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And they have a field goal set up. It was obviously nowhere near 50 yards. Right. But, I mean, it wasn't like two yards. Like, it was a solid distance back, probably 20, 25. Mm -hmm. And I made it. Um, of course you did. Took me a few tries, one or two, but yeah, I did make it. I think you only get one shot, right? Right. Okay. Oh, easily the answer for me is half court shot. Yes, because I've seen this happen. So, yeah, but uh, me, none of the above. But if I had to pick one, I would try for the half court shot because that seems like the one most likely to succeed at. We should go to the court tomorrow. We should. That'd be fun. It'll be 100 degrees. And very sunny. Perfect. Great. That's my favorite. <laughs> I need to get a haircut, though. Um, awesome. Great question, though. I love those kind of questions, sports-related. Uh, the question is, do you know the joy that is Trogdor? No, but uh, I can Google it. Let us see. Trogdor. Hmm. What is... Okay. Is this even it? I'm not sure. That is not Trogdor. <laughs> uh, this is Trogdor, I guess? What's <laughs> this? Yeah, no, it is. Trogdor is from that video we just skipped over. Strong Bad Email number 58. A ballad for Little Dragon that he drew. This is definitely not PBE related. We're, I, I need to make sure we get paid. Um, I don't know Chogdor going to check it out. <laughs> Lord. Um, next question. If you patted someone on the shoulder and they responded by immediately spraying the spot with disinfectant, would you be infected? What? If you pat... I'm, I'm drinking a little bit. If you patted someone on the shoulder and they responded by immediately spraying the spot with disinfectant, would you be offended? Yes. You'd be offended? I would. Even, like, in a post-pandemic world where, like, being clean is, like, name of the game? First of all, the fact that somebody would spray disinfectant on their body, which is, like, disinfectant's pretty toxic. Right. So, if you think that I'm so diseased or contagious that me touching you, like, over your clothing 
would pass a disease to you potentially that you would be willing to spray yourself with a chemical disinfectant, yes, I would find that offensive. <clears throat> what if they're just not, I guess, competent enough or just, you know, informed enough to know the things you just said and this is what they think as the best recourse or whatever. recourse to you touching them? I mean, maybe if I had the inclination that they were like incompetent as you said or mentally ill or something then i would not be offended by it but if it's somebody that appears to have a normal presence of mind then yes i would be offended i wouldn't be offended i would not you don't care i wouldn't be offended i just wouldn't interact with them probably going forward like or at least for like a while after that like uh okay yeah cringe cringe yeah Great question. If you could have mastery over one of the four classic, classical elements similar to the Avatar, to mm. Avatar Last Airbender, which would you choose? <laughs> okay, so my daughter loves that show. Um, and obviously Fire Element. But, oh, never mind. I won't tell that story. Okay. Which, which element would you choose? Um, why fire? Because it could destroy all of the other three, right? I mean, pretty much, yeah. Um, I'm also a fire sign, so I'll take that. You know, Zodiac. You're looking at me like I have three heads. Yeah, I'm trying to remember your sign. Wow. <laughs> remember, this is your purview. It is. You're Leo. Correct. I don't know anything. That's all I know. It's like you're a Leo. Yeah, I don't know anything about Leos. Not my thing. Um, So of the 12 signs, three of them are fire signs. Okay. So that's Sagittarius, Leo, and Aries. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Wouldn't that mean that we wouldn't be compatible then? No, actually. It means that we're very compatible. Ah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. It worked out then. Great. Um... (laughs) I like water a lot, but I know it's not going to take on much. Squirrel's my favorite Pokemon. Um, former water polo player. I love any time I can get in the water. I should be drinking water right now. I'm going to. Right, right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to choose water just because it's water. Okay, good. Not many good reasons, though. Right. I feel like out of all of them, water could definitely put out the fire, so it's probably smart. Because if we were, like, battling... Yeah, it actually wouldn't. Maybe. What? Yeah, you need. Depending on the big, how big the fire is, water wouldn't even do anything to it. Perhaps. Uh. Well, yeah. She said, "I hope this helps you fill time, and at least that at least one was de- deemed entertaining. Good luck with the remainder. Uh, we could see where we're at. Oh crap! We went over an hour, but a lot of that hour was not PBE related. So I feel like we have to talk about PBE for a while. Yeah, for sure. We should give it give it a go. Um. I have some questions for you, as I always do. Um, so we saw the only streamed game you all had this week mm-hmm. was pretty crazy. It was. It was, yes. Um, to give a quick backdrop of Swifties versus Hepcats, and the ending was insane. Can you kind of walk us through, Can you you don't remember? Or you do, but you, you like baseball-wise... Could you explain what you saw or 
Um, not really. I mean, I feel like you would be better at that because you spend a decent amount of time commentating on, uh, you know, baseball games. <clears throat> but I will say that it was kind of heartbreaking to have lost the game at the last possible moments. Um, but yeah, why don't you fill everybody in in case they did not see it? Yeah, so what happened was the Hepcats were losing. Right. And the score was 10 to 9 at the time. Or what was the final score? 9 to 8? I think it was 9 to 8. Either way, it was one run final score. Right. But the y'all you all had a chance to walk it off. It was y'all were hosting. You were at home. So it was the bottom of the ninth. It was one out. And y'all got some hits. Got I remember you got a walk to get the bases loaded. Right. So um you know, you were in a great position to at least tie the game. Mm-hmm. All you had to do was get a sacrifice fly, which is when you know you, you get the out in the outfield and then that person runs from third to home, they tag up. And they wait for the person to catch the ball, and then they go run as soon as they catch it, and they go home. Right. So, realistically, all, with one out, all you got to do is one of those two remaining outs. Like, you just got to just safely get someone home from third. Right. And uh, what happened was, who came up to bat? And I'm actually going to pull up the, uh, I'm going to main server and pull up. The snip? The, yeah, the video that I clipped. Um, <laughs> We can actually have it played on my laptop audio and get it on the pod. If I go to Twitch stream clips. I, I think it's one of the best finishes to a game of all time. Like, I felt bad for you. So Matthew Braun walked. Oh, so, okay. Rewind a little bit. It was 10 to 8. So the final score was 10 to 9. It was 10 to 8, though. Swifties were winning. Mm-hmm. And they scored three in the top of the eighth, but they didn't score in the top of the ninth. You, y'all hadn't scored since the seventh. And um, you already had scored, you'd scored nothing so far. So it was 10 7. And, uh, yeah. I know oh, you, you scored a run early in the inning. I think there was a home run. So it's 10 to 8. And it's one out. There was a four-pitch walk um, to, to uh, Legacy. And now Matthew Braun for the Hepcats comes up to bat and also walks. Yep, and as Sarah you know, put well, that it became a one-run game. So it's 9-10, to 10, Hepcats at home. Uh, that was a full count walk. So that was uh, pretty crucial. Um but looks like they made a pitching change right after that. Oh no! They made the pitching change to, and then that pitcher walked Braun. It was Wren, and so now uh, Deegan Bexendam hmm. is up to bat yeah. for the Hepcats, mm-hmm. and he's having an amazing season, or they're having an amazing season. Hitting 391, 13 RBI, one homer. Like, this is probably the player you want in this position. Right. To go, All they have to do is hit it far and high. Right. And uh, the, anyone in the outfield catches it, and then that person, from that runner from third... Steals who is, home. Well, tags up, 
and then runs home. It's called uh, tagging up. Okay. So tagging up is when like someone catches it, mm-hmm. and then once someone catches it, the runner is allowed to start running to the next base, mm-hmm. but they have to be on the bag at the time of the catch. Literally tag the bag, and then they go. Okay. So we're gonna watch this play, but it was arguably one of the best finishes I've ever seen. So there was a, a deep fly ball hit by Beckendam, and you gotta think Zach Lane is gonna make it home safely because it was hit pretty far. Yeah. Like the distance from where where it was caught versus where home plate is is pretty far. Right. So the person who caught it was Kelly, uh, center fielder for the Swifties, and what happens next is absolutely bonkers. I mean, there's no way. Yeah. So I think you need to describe what just happened. So it was an eight-two double play, and how that what the numbers mean is that pitcher is one, catcher is two, first base is three, mm-hmm. second base is four, uh, third base is five, shortstop is six, left field is seven, center field is eight, and right field is nine. So therefore, an eight-two double play is when the center fielder throws it to the catcher. Eight-two. Mm-hmm. One of the rarest double plays you can ever come across. Uh, it can only really occur when there's a runner trying to go home after a center fielder catches it, um, which is its own situation. Uh, so what happened was Kelly caught it in center. His lane tried to tag up and was too slow. Something happened. They ran very slow. See, they ran back to third. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, but look at the time because it wasn't caught yet. Yeah, it wasn't caught, so they had right. time. They had time to go back. See, I learned. No way. So okay, <laughs> in real life, uh-huh. like. Would that scenario really happen? I'm gonna look it up actually. Um, but yeah, that that can definitely happen in real life, where it's a one out, you know, game. There's a one, it's one out on the board, and uh, you know, it's a one run game. So, but runner from at third, deep out in center field, someone chucking it, it all the way to home. Let's see. Eight, no way. Eight to double play to end the game. A three-two-eight double play. Hmm. Yeah, but that means they passed it to somebody else. Right. I don't think I don't think in MLB ever anyone's ever won the game off that. You said three is first base. Yes. Hmm. Let's see an unusual game-ending double play. See, that was a grounder. Yeah. He wasn't all the way deep in outfield either. Jeez. Good job, Mets. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. The Mets did something good. <laughs> For once. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, this was like in the 80s or 90s or something. 86, a long time ago. yeah. Great. Now, that was totally different from what we saw. It was absolutely totally in different. In your game. So, no, I don't think the MLB, I mean... I don't think that that scenario was very likely or realistic at all. I mean, I'm not saying that it couldn't ever happen, but... It's realistic, but it's very rare. Right, and literally the commentary from, you know, everybody in chat was like, no way, because it was a very unlikely scenario, I feel. I mean, Kelly should get the game ball as center fielder for the Swifties, that, or like whatever baseball does for the locker room after the game. That was, yeah. I feel bad for y'all. First streamed game of the year. You got two next week, though. Mm-hmm. We, we noticed that. If you go to stream schedule. Right. Which, why well, I'm struggling to find it. Where is it? Here it is. Uh, next week is um, the first game. First one is um, June 14th. No games because it's no minor league night, but the 15th, the first game of the stream, I will be in Mexico, which is really sad. Ooh. But y'all are playing your initials, BC. Well, I mean, yeah. Just, I mean, we can say your initials. I won't yeah, say your name. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Your initials BCB are playing your team. Yeah. Hmm. That's kind of awkward, right? Pretty yeah. awkward. I feel like I feel like maybe I should have mentioned that when I got um, scouted. Scouted. Yeah. I mean, not that I'm not completely happy with where I am. I totally am. I love the Hepcats. Me too. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Hepcats fan. Um, Same. Yeah. Got the <laughs> yeah. merch to match. <laughs> Put my money where my mouth is. Bought you know, bought some Epcats merch for us. That's right. Yeah, um, that's gonna be a great game. I feel like two teams that are kind of right there. I'm right. Pull up the index to kind of confirm that. I know Bears are struggling a little bit from what I remember. Yeah, they're eleven and fifteen. But as we know in the minors, what's our record right now? You are sixteen and ten. Sixteen and ten. So you're, you're nicely snug in a playoff spot. Uh, actually, the, the number number two team in the league. Y'all had a really good sim today, mm-hmm. or yesterday, or today Saturday. Today. Wait. It is now no. currently Sunday. So yesterday, <laughs> Because it is one a.m. <laughs> yeah, which we should probably finish soon. What time? We're about hour fifteen. I, I mean, I hope we get paid for this. I think we deserve it. Because all the Are questions. Are you not entertained? <laughs> It's not. I don't think entertainment level affects pay. I understand. <laughs> and to our graders, thank you for taking the time to listen to this. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And if anybody is actually still listening, thank you. Yeah, uh, shout out to you all. Let's see. Irma Gerd, negative war, which is not great. Oh, jeez, why don't you just? <laughs> Basically, you're not your most your your two most recent outings Mm -hmm. were really good, right? And they were both against the lemurs in back to back days, right? Which is great. See, one of the things though on that um, that game that we were just talking about. Yeah. Oh, you played in that game. Yeah, when I pitched, you played really well. Did I though? You so you gave up that run, but it wasn't your run. 
when you when you checked into the game, and we can mm. confirm that. But when you checked into the game, that run was already on the base paths. Uh-huh. So that runner was already there, which means that if that run scores, it's not going to be your fault because someone else put that runner on base. Yeah, if but that if makes sense. The, if the next person didn't get a hit, then right? Then they don't score. Right. So you did you did great. You would do great in that regard, but just because you get let them score the run that already was there, right. it doesn't mean it should be tacked onto you because that's not fair to you because oh, you weren't the pitcher that put that runner in that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you played really well. You gave up that sacrifice fly, but like it wasn't you know that runner was already there, and so you went a, a full inning and then an, an out into the next inning. So one one and a third. Um, of an inning zero earned runs now the two walks whatever but three strikeouts is really good because you only got four outs right yeah a full inning plus a third of an inning out of the four outs three of them were strikeouts come on that's pretty damn good okay I'll take your word now the next game was four four days later maybe (laughs) four, four days later I don't know what happened you were I guess you were used to playing like every other day. There was a four-day gap in between games, which right. is, means you were probably cold. Yeah, that's um, what happened. You came in the game cold, and you gave up five runs, but only got one out recorded. Um, kind of want to see how those came about. Just search Irma. So you started off hot. You struck out Moosey, raking the lake. Oh, what? You start off by striking out, wow. breaking the lake, and then you came in. The, that was to end the sixth inning. Then you come in the bottom of the seventh. Mm-hmm. You give up a single to Bond, and then a two-run home run to Mega Blasikin. Ooh! And then you walk Shane Knox. Shout out to Shane. That's a user, former Sea Serpent, now a new player. Uh, so you give up a walk. Jeez. Then there's a wild pitch. Oh, great. For Irving Coolman, then you walk Coolman. Yeah. And then you give up a double to Murphy O'Houlihan. Okay. And then two runs score. So you've already given up four runs at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> and then you got pulled. Wait, how was it five then? Single, two run homer. Oh, because ended up being five earned runs because Less Harm gave up the next run with the runner that you put on base, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's the opposite of what occurred previously. Right. So it all comes back around. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Not that great. was not my best performance. Apparently. No, but ones that you learned from. and you, Did I learn from that? Well, the next game you came in and did really well. You gave up only one earned run and almost mm-hmm. did three full innings. That's really good, especially for a young player yeah, like you. Yeah, we won't talk about the game that happened after that, though. I didn't do anything. You know, you did. You got. You recorded one out. Yay. I wonder when you came in. It was like the very end. Yeah, it was the very end. You got the last out of the game. <laughs> That's usually what happens. Um, if you see point one, that probably means you did just the very last out. Or you gave up five runs like you did. <laughs> <laughs> or you just bit the dust. <laughs> Uh, I'm telling you, that outing and then the next day against the Lemurs, y'all won that game, uh-huh. and you played amazing. Hmm. You gave up no earned runs, almost two full innings. That's really good. 
happen. Only one hit, too. Come on. That's great. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. You said my ERA is really bad, so. It's like, it, you know it's bad because it's close, similar to mine, and I'm really bad, so. Well, they all, that ERA basically came from that one game. Hmm. Great. Yeah, Supernova's got three wins, which is nice. Three, uh, two more than the Apex. Um, yeah, I'm not having the greatest season. I do have a win, so that's nice. Um, and positive war, which is good. That means I'm contributing. Um, had a good game against Nashville. We lost the game, but mm-hmm. giving up only four earned runs in Nashville, I feel like, is a W. For you personally. My only win of the year was really epic. I It was against Death Valley, the number one team in the conference. Wow. Wow. My only win, we sh- and I shut them out. Only gave up three hits. It was one of those days where everything was working for us and nothing was working for them. Um, they literally only got four hits the entire game. Uh, you guys yeah. were at home too, right? Yeah, yeah, we dominated them. Absolutely dominated them. Hmm. Um, doubled their hits. We had eight. They had four. We scored four runs. They scored zero. Uh, we left eight on base. They left 17 on base. Um, I mean, is home field advantage a real thing, though? Of course. Hmm. In baseball, definitely. Um, pe- In the sim, it takes that into account as mm-hmm. well? And teams will build their park with f- different factors and modifiers to reflect the strengths of their team. Huh. Um, yeah. This it's, is all very interesting. Yeah, there's gamification with it, everything in this league. Um, yeah, I got player of the game, which is cool. Oh. Yeah. Oh, congrats. Thanks. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's. I feel like that happens every year. Oh I my gosh, look at your morale. Whoa. Yeah. Angry. Um, awesome. I mean, we're struggling, so, you know, you, you can't expect the morale to be good. We have three wins. What's up with your salary? Oh, they don't input the actual salary into the file because we keep it track of them on the website. I see. So there's no point in keeping a track in multiple spots. <laughs> Do I have a salary? <laughs> well, you get paid the, yeah, you get $5 million. Everyone gets $5 million That's good. For being in the minors, yeah. It's I feel like, like I should know that. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, there's things happening in the background that we do that, um, yeah, to make sure everyone's having a good experience. So. Hmm. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know why we had such a big lapse in <laughs> content there. <laughs> I'm reading at-, at the main server. I got tagged in voice text chat. Yeah. I need to not be on Discord when we record this, but how far are we now? No, this is like regular life. Like, we'll be in the middle of a conversation and then the phone. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. I got to be better. Um, You know, because I owe a duty to the league, right? Of course. I get it. To be present with them. And I owe you even more of a duty to be present with you. Cheers. Uh, it's getting strong, like, later in the drink. Um, but, yeah, appreciate everyone with the questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, what what are you looking looking like for this week? You know, how's, how's the vibe in the Hefcast locker room, first of all? Because I don't have access to that team channel. Oh, that's good. 
Why? Because I can talk shit in there. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're, you definitely have the freedom to. No, I would never. Please, no. Please trust me. Everyone else does too. Oh, okay. Yeah. You like it? <laughs> I mean, it's something. It gives people entertainment, so. Oh. Yeah. No, I would never. People enjoy it. And, you know, if they're enjoying it, then I, then I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, like, the morale is great. Um, I mean, I don't know how many people are actually on the team. I feel like this is, like, stuff maybe I should know, but I do not. Um, so that's something I'm going to have to look at. Uh But, like, I feel like the people who are active participants are there regularly and, Mm -hmm. you know, chatting. and That's good. Yeah. Like, awesome. whenever people are talking about non-baseball stuff, I try to participate in the conversation the second it's something technical or whatever. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, if you need help getting acclimated to real-life baseball, we could work on that. And while I try to finish the boys, it take forever. Great. Maybe we should watch the episode after this. Like, we didn't even make it through an entire episode. <laughs> we didn't went through half. I was, like, halfway done with five, and then we started six. Yep. I feel like you're not invested in it, which is okay. Cause I am. If you're not invested in it, that's fine. I'll just watch the next season myself. Whoa. No, I'm super invested in the boys. Okay, I, I love well, the story. I'm like two seasons ahead of you. Right. Well, how many? It's only 10 episodes per season, right? Right. So I'm pretty much almost done with one. The first season. Yeah, then I got to go through the whole second. Right. You said you were going to watch with me. I, I'm trying. <laughs> I want original content, sir. I know. And, but I told you I'd watch Parks with you. Okay. So we can watch because I never watched the final season. Aww. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, this is great. Thank you, everyone who gave us questions. There was a lot of you. Thank you for everyone who listened to episode one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a decent amount of traction on that. Uh, well, episode 0.5, this is 0.75. And then we're going to go like 0.8 and 0.85 <laughs> until I actually do a Hummus God pod. Um, yeah, no, this is fun for me. I appreciate my lovely guests, the best-looking guest I'll ever have on my podcast, Bunky Bianca. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we should do this again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, once again, thank you all for listening, and we'll be back probably next week. Awesome. Sounds great. Same cat time, same cat Hepcats. Uh, yeah, Get go out of here, cats. sir. Go Hepcats. Go Hepcats. <laughs>